Welcome to Are the Boys Golfing podcast. This is Jessica and Marissa. We are currently working on our second glass of wine and second episode. We're actually going to focus on a month long series because school's about to kick off in a month. It's crazy. Insane. Insane. Who is ready for these kids to go back to school? Cheers. Cheers. Um, I need some structure in our life. I I haven't been to the gym all summer. No structure. But because, you don't need to go to the gym. You're just doing the dot shots. Just, all do the, good. just do the summer blue time call of day. So this next month, we're actually going to be putting on a series. And it's called Admiring the Admirals. And what we're going to do is the next month, every week, we're going to have a new guest speaker. So it's not going to just be me and Jess for the next month. And we're going to talk about this little bougie town we live in. Yeah, we're basically going to talk shit about Farragut. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Just kidding, but that's what my husband Spoiler asked alert. me. That's what my husband asked me when I told him what we we're doing the series. He's like, "Are you just going to talk shit about this area?" And I'm like, "No, I'm going to say what 90% of people are thinking in this area." And don't say because it. guess what? We are fucking sick of keeping up with the Joneses. We want uh, a Civic to drive around. Okay, <laughs> we want a Civic or a Honda or whatever to drive around. Like we are tired of keeping up with the Kardashians. I mean, don't get us wrong, but we like we like we're material girls, but it's exhausting too. It is exhausting. But really, our main thing about this area is we always wonder: Are we raising our kids humbly, or are they just going to be just like us? Oh gosh, they're going to be just like us. It's going to be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> But so the next four weeks, right, each week, a session, we're going to bring in teachers in Farragut. Some kids that have graduated Farragut that's now at UT to tell you like kind of their experience going through Farragut High School, what they experienced at Farragut. And not only what they experienced at Farragut, but also, what was that dynamic? What were you telling your parents in high school? I want to know. Yes, yes, yes. We want to know. And we have the perfect guest speakers that's going to be giving us the insight on that. And also, I definitely want to bring on some moms that have kids that are in high school that tell them everything. How do you get to that relationship with your kid? I don't know, but I want it. Me too. I want it. I'm already, I'm like trying to build it and Eli's like... That, you did that with Gage. You ain't got that with Lily, baby. <laughs> but, you know, before we kick us off, I do want to recap last week. So. Basically, we fucking killed it. We killed it. I'm here to <laughs> tell you that we were laying out by the pool with like four of our other girlfriends and we said, we're going to start a podcast. And they're like, please listen. We've all, you know, four drinks in or whatever. Or 10. And, yeah, or 10. Yeah, we, we lost count. And within two week time frame, we had a podcast. And yeah. post it. And it was just a hobby that we wanted to do while our husbands were golfing. Yeah. We just figured we would stop trying to get skin cancer for a little bit, laying out <laughs> the pool. And we were going to start a podcast. We're hustlers, so we don't forget to lay out the pool every day. But <laughs> Fridays, we typically lay out the pool. Yeah. It, it, Friday is a designated day. We said we were going to do this two weeks ago. We did it. We posted it. And honestly, it wasn't until like four days later. I am not tech savvy. I'm not part of that community. That I text Jessica and I'm like, Jessica, this shows me analytics. It shows me how many people listen. And then we have hundreds of listeners. I'm losing my fucking job. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, if you know Marissa, you know one thing. That she literally has the anxiety of, I don't even know what. And (laughs) she she worries about everything. Everything. She's like, Marissa, like, why are you even worried about this? This is the dumbest shit ever. Like, why are you worrying about this? But that's Marissa. And she's literally like, do you think I'm going to lose my job for this podcast? I'm like, girl, I don't know. I just posted this on my business page. I just posted this to Posh Medical. So I'm just trying to get us more listeners and have some fun, okay? So I don't know. 
But so recap on that. So we we I didn't realize we would have that many listeners. And we have had so much feedback. One of our girlfriends sent us a group text and she was like, I felt that podcast in my soul. And then we even had Yeah, so the boys' friends listened and yeah, some of their friends listened like, man, they were bashing you, but it's hilarious. Yeah, they were so we may have to eventually bring our husbands on so they can like, you know, recap. It. Yeah, they can rebuttal and tell their side of the story, which is I'm gonna go ahead and tell you they're lying. Um but, <laughs> but have our husbands listen? No, no, they have no not our listened. husbands have not listened. But, um, and don't get us wrong, guys. We love our husbands, but No, we're, we're still looking for a sugar daddy, so we're gonna drop our <laughs> handle. But when we said that we were gonna do this podcast, we were like, it's going to not be Instagram. Yeah. Instagram shows you what people want you to see. We said we're going to post our conversation that we would have on a daily basis and let other people hear it. So we're actually letting you into our lives. So, you know, when I post that to social media, no. But would I tell Jessica all the things that I share? Absolutely, yes. And just so happens, I'll let you in and listen. But yes. We love our husbands. Yeah, I mean, like, we've had so much feedback that people are, I mean, we have different people from all realms of life that gave us feedback. But I did have somebody I was talking to on the phone, and she was telling me that they moved here from another area. And this is kind of bringing it into the segment, but she moved here from another area. And the area she moved from actually had money, but they didn't really show, they weren't worried about showing that they had money. She said she moved here and all of a sudden her kid's not good enough to go to public school and her husband's out. He needs to be going to private school. Her husband buys a Bentley. They have memberships at these golf courses. I'm not going to give any kind of discriminating information. Yeah, yeah, information. But basically their relationship ended up in divorce because it was so much that her husband more so was trying to keep up with the Joneses. That was my perspective of the conversation. Yeah. But so she was like, I felt this because this area, everything, it's, you always feel like you need to show what you have and it's always going to be more, 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 more. Well, you know me, I'm always like, girl, I'm the poorest person in Farragut. Not really, but like me and Eli refuse to buy this big house. I want to spend my money in different ways. But in this area, I mean, you know, I just told, like, I need a new car. Yep. And I literally, she literally does. I need a new car, but my car's paid for. It's still a Cadillac. You know what I mean? It's not a bad car. And, but why do I feel that I need to buy a $100,000 car? And it's because I live in Farragut. Yeah. And it's because it's in your face all freaking day. Yes. I don't need a $100,000 car, but I feel that. I do because I mean I think it would be kind of nice, <laughs> especially if you get. Well, they do have heated steering wheel. Yeah, especially if you get the car that like massages you, yeah, like no. actually has. It's funny. I just got a new car. I was test driving cars, and I really wanted a car that sat upright. Yeah. Well, I test drove the Lincoln Aviators, a new one of those, and they're so freaking nice. And one of my friends, Kelly, she said, "Well, did it set upright like the Land Rover used to have?" And I said. Honestly, I don't even know because the car was massaging my ass the whole time. I was so distracted. And it's literally the truth. I'm like, I don't even know how the cars rode. I don't even know what was going on. All good. I know that that massage was a freaking good massage. Yeah. And I was about to drop 100 grand on that car just to get a massage. Yeah, because we like nice things. The massage in the car that is nice because, you know, like when you get a massage from your husband, it's not a massage. It always leads to the next thing. I know. And you're tired. Yeah. And, and you're like, like I, I got like, a headache. Yeah. I'm just going to get a membership <laughs> to a massage place because at this point, I'm not even asking lady if I can give me a massage. <laughs> Because it's not a massage. He's like, I'm going to have to take off my boxers for this massage. No, you don't have to take off your boxers for this massage. Of course it's finishes. Yeah. No. You're like trying to buy a Lincoln just to uh,
you have access to everything. Everything. Like, I do not remember the last time I went in a grocery store. Listen, if somebody mentions to me West Town Mall, I'm like, honey, that's in Sevierville. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't go beyond, like, a two-mile radius. Right. Right. Yeah. And even everything that you do is... I mean, Target delivers to your door. Mm-hmm. Publix delivers to your door. You have DoorDash that delivers to your door. Yeah. So that compared to the area we grew up in, and I was telling Morgan you, County, MoCo, yes. That compared to the area we lived, grew up in, like an example is my brother had surgery last year, and I was going to send them food. So I called my sister-in-law. I'm like, I'm going to send y'all some food. Like, what pizza delivers to your house? What food place to deliver? She said, No one. No, I mean, well, what pizza place then? Yeah. She's like, No, no pizza place delivers here. I'm like, What? <laughs> how is that possible? How do you not have a pizza place that delivers? Like, how do you live? You're like, Let me go online and like send you something from the cupcake factory. I mean, or something you How do you live? Yeah. Cause this is, we, we're accustomed to. We're, I'm not lying. I did two, to gro- two grocery deliveries from Publix in one day because I forgot stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's just what I'm saying is me and Eli will talk and we'll say, you know, we really would like to have a lot of land and we want to move out in this area and it sounds all fun. And then you're like, well, I don't know. (laughs) I couldn't survive, Eli. There's not a target in a one mile radius. Yeah. And he's like, but think about how much money you'd save. And I'm like, well, you do have a point there. But it all comes back to, too. I mean, there's no denying. That's why I'm going to bring a teacher on, right? And get their perspective. We have a teacher that's going to come on as a guest speaker. Because we have good schools. Great schools. I mean, you had this conversation, right? What I I want to hear from the teachers is, do they see any poverty in our schools? And if they do see poverty, or or the bullying aspect too, is bullying going on in our schools? Yeah. That we don't really, you know, know about? Or do they see a difference in kids that dress a certain way versus kids that don't dress that certain way? Right. Which, listen, my kid, listen, my oldest daughter, she's wearing, you know, the bougie stuff. My youngest daughter, she wears athletic clothes every freaking day and goes to school like she doesn't even brush her hair. So, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not, on yes, on this one yeah, spectrum one yes, on and I'm not going to argue with it. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with it. I'm like, listen, you do you, boo. I've had this conversation with you when Lily started school. And I just feel like all these moms in the area know each other. Either they're from here or they become really good friends here and they're in this like click. And so all their kids hang out all the time. And I'm not a part of that group. And you're like, who cares? Yeah. You have your friends. You have your family. Who cares? You don't need to be a part of that group. But. And it's not about being a part of that group. You don't want your daughter yes, to feel left it's out. It's not me. It's I don't want my daughter to feel left out. Yeah. Right. And these, and the other, you know, people, they could very well have kids in older grades and they went through that with them. So they don't want their kids in younger grades. But I'm like, I had Gage and Lily are such like a big span apart. Yeah. He's graduated from high school. He's about to start college and she's just in primary school. So it's like, I don't know any of these parents I don't know anyone I need to you know reach out make my friends but the reality is I, I really have time for my real friends oh I tell you that all the time I'm like why are you trying to get more friends I really have time for the the, <laughs> the five friends that I have which I am guilty I always try to bring new people into our inner circle yeah because you know I see like when girls need other girls and yeah so I do try to bring people into our inner circle but I best them first I'm not just gonna hang out with anybody <laughs> no, I'm just hanging out with I ha- I've met some really good people Uh, this past year but again it's like that struggle with your kids in this area not wanting them to feel left out whether that's like you need to make friends with certain moms so you know your kid can be a part of that group I just had a conversation with Lily the other day she's like well so-and-so hangs out and tells me and I'm like I don't care I don't care what any other kid tells you who you hang out with you don't need to tell any other kid about because all that is is making another kid feel left out 
Right. You know, these kids have tablets and they talk to each other on messengers and yeah. they have social media and they know what each other's doing. And I kind of hate that. Oh, yeah. I think, too, it's just like an age where they're so young that they don't really understand. You know what I mean? Like the aspect of real friendship yet, especially with Lily's age. Yeah. So it is kind of like, I think it'd be easy to get your feelings hurt if all your friends are, you know, being like, oh, they're all together. And here she is still at the house and was never invited. Yeah. I remember one time, it was one of Ildi's friends was telling us a story about like basically in this area, you know, um, her daughter had got invited to like come hang out with these other girls. They were older. They were like middle school maybe. And they got invited to hang out with these other girls. And then the other girls were like, oh, we're all going home. And so they all left. And then they like posted on social media where they all were still together, but they just wanted one to leave. And I was like, oh, my heart. Like, oh, I can't yeah. believe that. And, and kids, kids are that freaking mean. Kids have always been. I mean, kids are kids, right? Yeah. You know, we talked about this earlier. Like, here, you you almost feel like you need to overcompensate for your kids with material things because you don't want them to feel less than. Yeah. But, like, where we grew up, like we just said, Morgan County, yep. Warburg, Cofield area, you know, the graduating class there was like hundreds, where in Farragut, the school nine through 12 is like thousands. Yeah. But you got bullied in high school because you had money. Yep. People didn't like that you had material things. Yep. You know, it was almost like you wanted to be under the radar. So, and we know that, right? Yeah. We've been bullied. You know, oh, we've yeah. all experienced. So, point being there is kids, kids are going to be kids. Yep. Um, but man, it just breaks your heart as a parent to like feel that for another kid and I'm always walking this fine line, like, am I teaching? Gage, I don't have to worry about. He's yeah. my angel kid. He would give for anybody. He never wants anybody. Th- That's his personality. Yeah. Hands down. He's like his mama's son, for sure. But Lily, I'm like, well, she's already in first grade. Kids are like, you know, not directly to her, but I've heard stories like, oh, well, your mom needs a new Tahoe. I'm like, what? Who said that to someone? Like, it's not like even how do these even like how do these kids even know brands and vehicles in first grade? That's my whole thing. And it's like you said like earlier, like we didn't even know what we had. Like even me growing up with you know my dad owned his own business, my family did have money. I really didn't even realize what I had until I was older. Until I was yeah. out of out of my da- parents' I house. I didn't know what I had until I was in my late twenties. Yeah, probably until I started having a family on my own. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Now you look back at the parent, the house that I grew up in, and you're like, damn. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, you don't freaking realize that when you're you're a kid, or you shouldn't. You shouldn't. In first you shouldn't grade, realize it. You should not know or compare to what others' kids' mothers are driving. And like I said, it wasn't even like directly with Lily, but just hearing these things, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what we're up against because it's this area. Yeah. I'm just saying the reality is it's keeping up with Kardashians over here. Yes. But, you know, also the reality is, is my family and your family, we have money to buy our kids these things. You know, there is families in this town that do not have money for their kids in Lululemon, but they're still putting their kids in Lululemon, so their kids not feeling less than. I know. That breaks my heart. You know, did you ever see the thing that's like on Facebook? And I never thought about Christmas this way. And my sister, you know, she, oh my gosh, she's the best aunt in the world. She just overdoes for my kids. 
but I was sharing it with her because it said like at Christmas time, your gift should be from mom and dad and like one from Santa because then they go back to school and they say Santa brought me. Oh yeah, Santa brought me an iPad. Santa brought me a new phone. Yeah. And, the, and the other kid's like, well, why did Santa only bring me, bring me oh a color gosh, book? Oh my gosh, yes. When you bring I, things I think, like that. I think that's where we need to do better as parents. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? We need to do better as parents because the reality is no matter what situation you're in, there's always somebody that's going to be doing better and there's always going to be somebody that's doing worse. Yeah. And, you know, people will say to me, uh, and I think even you too, life hasn't always been easy, right? You did the military marriage and, you know, with me, people are like, oh, you know, you're, you're so sweet. Almost think I'm not genuine. And I'm like, no, I've been in the gutter. Oh yeah. That's why I'm sweet. Yeah. I've been through the ringer. Like, you and Marissa was like overly nice, but you have probably had, for your age, you probably had one of the hardest laughs that out of anyone I yeah. know. Yeah. Talk to me when you've been in the gutter, you know? Yeah. So I say that to say I'm humbled. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I do think that's a great thing about growing up in Morgan County is I do think that area makes you super humble because you do see poverty a lot and people are so genuine. Genuine. Yeah. People are very genuine in that area where they do have that country mentality where they are nice people yeah it's like I was talking to one of our girlfriends one time you know I was really down about that last year I was like man I don't know these other moms and and, you know I don't really have the time to get to know them right because I'm over here hustling yeah my husband's golfing and I'm hustling I don't have time to get to know them that's why why, we gotta get the boys in OnlyFans (laughs) and I was like you know just talking to her about it and she was like how many nights do you spend with your family around the dinner table I'm like I don't cook but we're, we're together every night yeah. Me and my family. She's like, that's all you need to be worried about. She said, I've seen these mothers tear each other apart. She was given an example of like this couple. They live in this big, beautiful house and everybody like admired them. Admiring the admirals, right? Mm-hmm. And then they got a divorce. Oh, yeah. And then that lady, like, where were her friends then? Yeah. And I'm like, you're right. The friends that I got are my real friends. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't let other people in or, not, or anything like that. But I'm just saying. You know you're always going to have those people there. Yeah. No matter what you go through. I don't want to have fake friends. Yeah. You know? And I don't want to teach my kids to have fake friends. Oh, I know. And that's like, I think that's like, I think it's hard to even teach your kids how to have friends in the area that we live in and the world that we live in. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I do think kids are, have so much access to social media and their phones that they really don't know how to have those friendships. Those friendships? Or even maybe conversations. Right. Like because they, about- they look for valid, like kids nowadays, like my, my middle schooler, I feel like she looks through validation through social media. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where, and I do think that's like a horrible thing about social media because having social media at our age, we already have our friendships. Mm-hmm. We do not look for valid, like people like my posts. I don't even look through to see who looks at like the post. Right. Yeah, Cause I could give a shit less. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, great that you like it or whatever, but like, that's not bring it you know what I mean like that's not val- I, don't, I don't need to be validated through social media right because you know who your real yeah real who your ride or dies are yeah I know who my ride or dies are I do who I am as a person where I do think that these kids who aren't secure in their self they do look through validation through that but also with the phone aspect I think that it's hard for them or they maybe they don't even know to secure friendships and really build those friendships to make them lifelong friendships yeah because yeah. you know me like there's kids at my house all the time all the time since my kids were tiny I've tried to build my kids with these friends to have these friends to be not even in certain groups just to have good friendships really you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and I think that they see our friendships Mm -hmm. so I feel like oh they should definitely have that but even my oldest daughter half the time I'm like oh did you see how your friend did on our rodeo or did you see how did you text your friend to tell her good luck oh no I haven't texted her okay well why am I telling you you should already do that as a friend yeah but none of the friends none of the other kids are doing it either 
Well, right. Social media has just changed so many things. Like I said, even in first grade, knowing what other kids are doing. I remember my little cousin, like, thinking, like, we needed to go to Cancun on fall break, spring break, Christmas break. And I'm like, what? Like, where we grew up, when we went on vacation, you ate, first of all, you ate bologna sandwiches on the way there and on the way back. You wasn't stopping and eating at all these places on the road. And we literally, came, we lived, I was lived up north at that time. We would come to Tennessee to visit my grandparents. That's what I did on vacation. Yes. And on vacation, I grew up in Tennessee. So what we did is we went to a campground, took our camper and camped at Myrtle Beach for a week. And it was the best freaking vacation ever. Yeah. Ever. And can we give a shout out? We need to bring Judy on, but we have a friend that grew up with us from Morgan County, Judy. And I feel like. Big booty Judy, Judy in the house. That's what we always called her, but. She still lives in Tennessee. And she didn't she, even have a big ass. She just she could just shake her ass. <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> I look at her and her and David are doing it right. They are. I think I admire her as a mother because she's like, we ain't keeping up with nobody. You kids are not on social media Monday through Friday. You can have your phone Saturday. You have a chore list, like that's how we grew up like she kept those core values on how we grew up but because i'm in this area judy doesn't live in this area she is she did live in knoxville for a bit of time but now she's over towards kingsport Mm -hmm. johnson area but because we're in this area i'm like no we need lululemons because you know yeah yeah which is not i mean you need kids messenger because all your friends have it i'm like do we really need kids messenger well i mean i remember judy telling me that her kids have a two-hour time limit maybe an hour time limit a day on um their phone social no, media she's not even just social media just they're not allowed to have electronics. screen time screen time they're yeah. not allowed to have electronics throughout the week dominic who's a teenager is allowed to play video games after her youngest goes to bed so she's not jealous and they can only have access to electronics on the weekends yeah and her kids are like killing it dominic just got his like pilot license i think he's 16 mm-hmm. before he got his driver's license he plays an instrument like yeah because he's not letting it take over his life and and you know, I look at Gage, who I raised totally different than my daughter because I raised Lily different because I feel like I'm overcompensating for what I missed out with with Gage, missed out on with Gage. And I'm always like, well, you know, and my husband's like, you're not doing her any favors. Because right. Gage is totally independent and he saves all his money, was ready to even pay for college on his own. He's not, but he was prepared to. He grinds totally just the most humble kid ever would help anyone. And Lily's over here like, show me the money. <laughs> She's, <laughs> show me, yeah. She's like, I, this is honest to God truth. We go shopping a lot. And I am not kidding you when I say every store we go into, Lily gets something. <laughs> every store, every store. Like, and even my Hold kids. Hold on. Pour more wine over here. <laughs> <laughs> and even my kids will be like, Lily gets something in every store. And I'm like, yeah, she does. And it's like, crap, Marissa takes to Goodwill a month later. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, do you know how much money you could save if you would quit going to, uh, what is that $5 store? Five below. Five below. She, yeah, and just buy her all this junk. Oh my gosh, with Lily's little sweetest friend. She was with us last week and she went out with she, she was probably in heaven. <laughs> she was like, every store we go to get some. You know, like we went to, and her mom was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to give you a I'm like, girl, this is buy three, get three free, three free from Claire's. You ain't giving me nothing. Like, we do this every day. Meanwhile, I signed that credit card bill, $120 from those six items from fucking Claire's. It's going in the garbage next week. I'm dead. But, so I overcompensate for her. But then also, I think I do it even more because that's what we do in this area. Well, I do too think that we are so busy with work 
And even us, I all the time, I'm on my phone, and Lee tells me that all the time. You're always on your phone. But you also run a business through your phone. Yeah, so, and I am. Yes, so I run a business through my phone. I'm always on my phone. So sometimes, too, I feel like that's a way that we show our love to our kids Mm -hmm. is by giving things, Mm -hmm. which I'm here to say I'm ready to stop. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, how do we stop? So we really, we really want to know how many Farragut moms would unite and ban Lululemon. Yes. Can we start a petition? Ban <laughs> Lululemon. This is costing us money in our wallets. At least in the middle school and elementary school. Let's ban Lululemon in elementary and middle school. And then once they get to high school, we'll, we can, Maybe they've earned it. We can get them a little bit of Lululemon, but then when they get their first car, it has to be a used car. Yes. Right? Like, I think if we unite, we can save a ton of money. <laughs> and I think that we can spend our money on better things like Grey Goose, Champagne, I'm and wine. I'm pouring our glass right now. Grey Goose, Champagne, and wine. We don't even want to buy our kids. The reality is we just don't want to fill, fill our kids less than. Yes, we don't want you our kids to left Like, out. I do not give a shit about buying my kids Lululemon. I don't care about buying them whatever they, like, as far as, like, materialistic things. But then in the mom sense, in your mom heart, that mom guilt and whatever, like you don't want your kid to feel less than because all of their friends is freaking wearing this shit. Yeah. And then too. But then I really hurt for the parents that literally can't afford this. That's buying it because they don't want their kid to feel left out. Because they don't want their kid to feel left out. They're like maxing it out, right? Because they don't want them to feel left out. And it's like super sad. And what's so funny about Lily is I buy her all this bougie stuff. And she wants just the most comfortable thing. Oh, yeah. That's Adriana. And that's, you know, I have two. Like, my oldest one is now in the stage because she's in middle school. So, she's in the stage where she thinks that she needs Lily and Lemon. She thinks that she needs lash lifts and tints and hair done and all this stuff that she doesn't freaking need. And then I have my 10 and a half year old who goes to school every single day in athletic wear that she's had since she was five. And her ass is hanging out of her shorts. And with big, a big with, Judy version with a Deuce. with a uh, hoodie on that you can't even see that she has shorts on, and I'm like Adriana, do you you cannot wear that? Have you ever seen that meme? It's like you know when you're in the grocery store and Carol's like, do you have shorts on under under that t-shirt? And it's like, no, Carol, I came into Target butt ass. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't nothing on under this t-shirt. Yes, nothing. Sure nothing. All right, so we're going to reiterate. Okay, so bringing it back to the dress code crap. Let's take a poll to ban Lululemon. <laughs> <laughs> On that, I'm going to pop a bottle of champagne. If you're quick. under 15, you're not allowed to wear Lululemon and Farragut. Let's say 16. Okay, 16. There, there goes the go. champagne. There goes the champagne. Refill the champagne. Refill let me, let me give you a champagne glass because I can't stand when someone pours my champagne in a freaking wine glass. Really? It's, it's like a, a huge pet peeve of mine. I'm not even kidding. Because you lose all the bubbles. Gosh, I'm over here counting all the times you've been by the pool and I've handed it to you in the Getty. <laughs> <laughs> and you still drink that shit. So. I, mean, you know, I don't really complain. I'm saying at restaurants and stuff that I'm paying for, if you're going to give me free champagne, you can give it to me in a dog bowl. <laughs> <laughs> at restaurants, it better come in a champagne But you know glass. what I mean? Like champagne should be drunk in a champagne glass. There's a reason that's a flute because it keeps the bubbliness in it. Yeah. The bubblies. Yeah, it keeps the bubblies. Yes. But, you know, here we are. We're in this bougie town. There's good people here. There's bullies everywhere. Social media is everywhere, right? But this goes back to other podcasts. I think that I just want to speak out for all the moms that are trying to keep up with the Joneses but would never say it. Yeah. We're saying it. Yeah. It's okay to say yeah. it. We're all doing it. Yeah, all doing it. And if you're not, I salute you. If you're not, we want you to be a guest speaker on the podcast and yes. tell us the struggles that you have with that because I'm going to freaking know. 
Yeah, I do too. You know what I mean? What your kids experience in school, if you have kids in the school zone, or even how you feel. Yeah. Oh gosh, then I'd be on here crying. I'd be like, take the champagne bag. I need a tissue. I'd be like, Marissa, can I get one of your Xanaxes? (laughs) (laughs) There's so many good things about being in this area, but as a mother... And, you know, Eli's always the one that's bringing me back to reality. We had this conversation the other day. I was having this conversation with a mentor in the work world who remained humble. And my question is, how did you stay humble throughout your career? And it even goes back to my childhood. My parents, no, no matter what I did, always humbled me. You could do better. You could work harder, you know. And I'm over here. Lily just started tumbling. She's like doing, I don't even, it's not a Lily, car wheel. Lily, Lily's doing a car wheel that looks like a roll. Yeah. Our car- like, that is the best fucking car wheel like, ever. I'm like, you go, girl. That You got it down. You're doing good. She's and like, my husband's it. over here giving me the side eye. And he's like, no, honey, that looks like shit. Start <laughs> back from the beginning. He's like, you need to keep her home. But that's how Eli grew up. Eli grew up, I mean, he was all American athlete, kudos to his parents, literally has the best parents, but his dad, even if he was doing amazing, his dad would be like, you can work harder. And that's kind of the same with Lee too. Lee grew up military, right? Yeah. So Lee is very humble and he also grew up with a single mom. So he kind of grew up for the aspect where maybe they didn't have as much, but Lee would never, you know what I mean? Know that because his mom never made him feel like that. But at the same time, I think he is very humble. And also, our husband's really not on social media, so I don't think that they ever feel the need to keep up with the Kardashians. Eli is not on social media. He has it. He has profiles. But he deleted, like, two years ago, I want to say, we, like, made this New, Year res- New Year's resolution that we were, like, not going to be on social media. We're going to be more present. And you lasted two days. And I lasted still two off days, of and he is still off of it. He, do- he has it, but he doesn't have the apps on his phone. Right. So he doesn't, and so we go on vacation, right? Mm-hmm. And I actually think I said this to you, it didn't make the cut for our last episode. We go on vacation, gosh, Eli, we're not doing so bad. We look okay, you know, we look all right. And he's Bruce like, is like, damn, look, we actually look good compared to these people in real life. And he was like, babe, you are on social media too much. Like, this is real life, you know? We were just having a conversation about Isabella the other day. She got mad, didn't she? About, because yeah. you were like, Isabella, you need to like, Oh, yeah. So I'm basically the opposite of Marissa. Marissa was like, you are freaking killing it, Lily, with that roll that I'm calling a carpool. And I'm like, <laughs> Isabella is like doing a couple of back handsprings. I'm like, your back handsprings freaking suck. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing, but I don't even know why I'm paying $1,000 a month for you to cheer because you look horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought we were like, I'm on the phone. Yeah. In the car. It's coming through the car and Jessica's telling me this. I'm like, oh, gosh. Poor sweet swole Isabella. Yeah. I'm like, Auntie Marissa, it's you're doing great, baby. Yeah, you're literally. doing great. And of course Isabella's in the front seat and you know, so then Isabella tells her dad Lee. She tells on me. She tells on me. So she tells Lee. So Lee pulls me in the bedroom by herself. And he was like, Listen, I really don't think that you should be telling our kids they suck at something. And I'm like, why not? <laughs> <laughs> He was like, I mean, I'm sure I sucked at a lot of things, but I don't ever remember one time my parents saying I sucked. I'm like, well, maybe that's the difference between me and you. The reality is life is not freaking all bubbles and stars. There's going to be times in life when you are not the greatest. I had this conversation tonight on the way home from cheer because Adriana was talking about a coach that always criticizes all the cheerleaders. And you can, Adriana is so emotional. She can cry on a drop of a hat. Literally. 
And she, I can, I can, I can tell in her voice that she's already on the verge of crying. Yeah. And I'm like, Adriana, like what? Like what happened? It'll be like, I'm like, you need to either freaking suck it up and learn how to take it, the criticism or whatever, and get better, or don't freaking be in sports. Yeah. Because this is the reality of life. Yeah. So either get with it or stop. Yeah. And I'm 100% for you stopping. Guess what? Because that's going to take mama some money. <laughs> every day I ask my this kids. Every day, listen, listen, every day I ask my kids, do you all want to quit cheering? Because I'm here for it. I tell Isabella all the time, I'm like, you want to get your nails done weekly? I'll get you tips on your nails. I'll get you weekly (laughs) pedicures if you quit cheer. (laughs) So listen, 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 listen. I'm here for it. But really, I mean, how do we keep our kids humble? Like we definitely grew up in an area where there was a lot more poverty and um, not even there was more poverty. It was just, no, there was, you're saying there was poverty. Different way of living though. Totally oh, different way of living. Yeah, totally different you way of living. You weren't going to eat every night. You weren't going to the movie theater. You weren't going to Lululemon. Those things weren't accessible. And people were so are so genuine in a small town. Yes. Like, they didn't feel the need to show what they had. Like, even my dad, like, growing up, like, you know, he owned his own business. But if you've seen my dad out in public, he was probably driving, like, an 800 to to $1,000 car. He had rips in his pants and oil on his shirt. Like, yeah. he was a worker. So, I think it's just, you know, now... We would never wear that in public because we wouldn't want to be looked at like we were a certain way. Right. And I do think, too, like the generation of our grandparents' generation was the greatest generation ever. 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 Oh, I want to have a whole podcast on, on grandparents today. Oh, oh my gosh. Versus grandparents. That is going to be a de- depressing one. So when we have that podcast, just go ahead and pull a glass of wine. Probably take two Xanaxes and <laughs> just cry with us. Just just gonna, it's going to be a whole tissues. It's going to be a crawfish if we have that episode. But no, I agree. Just totally different living, my, you know, just totally different lifestyle. And so that's really, in summary, like we're going to wrap up here. If you live here and you're listening, you know exactly what we're talking about. We're going to post a poll and the poll is going to state, do you feel that you're keeping up? Yes. You know, you're not living day to day, but you're just keeping up with others in the area. And just sometimes you crave that small town living. Because we both have said, we just need to move back. We're craving that small town living. Mm-hmm. But we can't move back because we've gotten accustomed to a lifestyle that, that, that where we that grew up at. Yeah, that can't be off where we grew up at. So in summary, how are you keeping up with the Joneses and not thinking, man. Am I failing my kids? Am I failing Am I teaching kids? the wrong life lessons? Yeah. Or do you just keep on with the hustle and bustle and buy your kids a little lemon and then you just drink a bottle of wine every night like us? <laughs> That's what we're doing. Listen, we're just thriving over here. But it takes some champagne and some Yes Way Rosé. Okay, honey? All right. Well, we'll Let's be cheers back. To cheers to that. We will be back next week. And hey, listen, if you're a teacher in the area, you would be a guest speaker. Hit us up. Hit us up. We'll be I actually go- have a couple of mine. So Yes, I do too. But we're going to be doing this series, and next week we're going to focus on teens in this area. We want to get their perspective and how they grew up and how they perceive the area. And our guest speakers that we're going to have is going to actually be two kids that are in college at UT that went through the Farragut High School. And we're going to get the inside scoop for all those parents of what they were really freaking doing in these yes. fields. I want to yeah. know that. I want to know, were you telling your mom about that or yeah. not? Stay tuned. It's Marissa. And Jessica. Coming from, from Are The Boys. Golfing. See you next week. Bye, guys.